I went to the hairdressers on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a deadline for my book. I finished. Yes. The draft is Yay! done. We're free. Congrats. So happy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I had a little like post deadline glow up. Yeah. Where I like got my hair done and got a tattoo and it was very fun. Yes. Also, it um, both look phenomenal. Just thank you so much. People can't see you, it. but I'll, I can just rest <laughs> assured. Ella looks great. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks. Um, the hairdresser's is right by my mum's house. Mm-hmm. So I text that day, be like, I'll come around after the hairdresser. And then I got the best video in the world. Yeah. I sent it to Alexis of Simba. And Simba now knows my name. And it's been a point of like heartbreak for me that you can say to Simba, where's mum? Where's Saffron? Where's grandma? <gasps> and he'll know. And he wouldn't, he didn't know where's Ella, but he knows where's Ella now. Yes. Anyway, so mum was saying to him, where's Ella? Is Ella coming? And he was looking at the window and his tail was wagging and he kept running to the window. The mum was like, is Ella coming? And he just ran to the front door it's and it's so cute. So cute. Like it's, his little happy face. Oh, it's a really good video. And the tail is just going. It's yeah. so good. I'll, I'll post it. I'll yes. post the video. Yeah, you it have to. so cute. It's, it's a really good. Like it wasn't even about me, but I was like, I feel better. Like <laughs> it's very nice. Um, it's such a serotonin hit for sure. Yeah. This week, uh, Grant was out of town for like four days. And it's always interesting to see like how the dogs behave. Like if they're going to like, are they just going to be the same? Grant's not here. But they were so weird. And I was trying to like figure out in my head, like, what is it? Like, it's not that much different, but they're just way, um, they're really uneasy. Like Mm. they're more barky. They're like anything at the window. They're also harder to calm down if they do bark. Where it's like normally like they'll see someone walk outside and they'll like bark and it's like, oh, it's okay. Like I see it. It's fine. But they can't let things go. And I think it's a that they're like maybe more protective because there's less people here. But also I think like it any anything might be him coming home. So I think it was both. Um, Mm. And it was really cute to just see like the difference of like when he finally came home, how much calmer they were and like sleepier mm. they were. And I was like, oh, so you're okay now. That's um, so cute. Do you think they think that Grant is the alpha? No, I don't. No, do they think you're the alpha? I don't know. Cause also I feel like a lot of the alpha like talk has been disproven. Like, Fair. you know, like, Fair. I don't, cause it doesn't. Do they think, does like, is there anyone in charge? Like certainly, like, like, I mean, cricket is always going to follow crumb around. Like, so I think in that sense, I guess he would be considered the alpha and they do tend to stay like if they follow me around the house, but some of that I just think is like, well, cricket's following crumb and crumb is following me just because, you know, we're very bonded. Yeah. But sure. You know, I, cause I was just wondering if like with Grant away, they were like, Grant is the protector. <laughs> where, where has the, cause, cause Grant is also very, very, very tall yes. man. Yes. Um, and Alexis is is a is a teeny little pocket sized person, <laughs> and so I just wonder if they're a bit if like being protective or yeah, just yeah. like we 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 love you, Alexis, but we know you don't got You're, this there's, if there's needs no be. There's yeah. just no way. Yeah, I have made. I have no idea. Like, I mean, I think that Cricket thinks that he can defend the house on his own. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like cricket seems too confident in his abilities. Cricket is like that dumb jock. Yes. It's like, I got this. And it's like, bro, you don't you, got you this. Have, you, you don't, you are tiny. You don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very sweet just seeing them like, oh, this is like the whole family's back. You're calm. Like, I really like it. 
Yeah, the whole pack is back together. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. It feels like if anything, it feels like a pack thing where it's like someone's missing, and I think the yeah. whole time they're like, "Why aren't you freaking out? Like, yeah. Grant's <laughs> not here. That go look for him. What is going on with you?" <laughs> you know? That's so cute. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's what was going on with me. Um, and we have such a good guest that I sort of mm. kind of want to jump right in. Gilly Nassim joins us today. Gilly is a comedian, a writer. She's a writer on the show The Other Two on HBO, which is fantastic. But more importantly, has an incredible dog named Wilma and also a smattering of other dogs as well that we get into. It's a really great time. Uh, and I think you're going to really like it. have a roommate who I love and I'm comfortable around and she's seen me do absolutely horrendous things so there's no reason <laughs> but when she's gone I tend to order ramen and I put on my ramen shirt yes and I put on you my need ramen. a ramen shirt that I is a ramen, a ramen shirt, shirt. Yeah. They, they exist like and mine are just <laughs> but they actually exist of like they're like like ramen wicking material yeah oh so That's good so and i have my glasses oh. you ramen glasses what to stop the splash in the eyes <gasps> you are such a genius <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay well gilly thank okay. you for doing the show also <laughs> yeah thanks for having me let's so glad you're here um, Do a ramen episode. For our big ramen episode. <laughs> for our ramen special. When you first log in, we got to see a glimpse of Wilma behind you. Um, but can you, for everyone who's listening and didn't get to see that moment, can you tell us everything about Wilma? Everything, <laughs> anything. This is such a joy to have, like, carte blanche to just talk about Wilma. You guys are geniuses. <laughs> Um, Wilma is just a little over two and a half. Mm -hmm. She is gorgeous. <laughs> um, she's a golden retriever. She's like, um, fluctuates between like 70 and 80 pounds. I find that's like really funny to watch it go up and down. <laughs> and, um, when she's on the, like closer to 80, her butt gets really big and it's so cute. <laughs> um, she is not a snuggler. Okay. Um, and I, it's one of those things where I've, I've felt this way for a long time about pets that like, I think sometimes dogs are the pet you need, not always the pet you want. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I never did have super snuggly dogs, always very incredibly affectionate dogs, but Wilma is not all that like, like the thing they say about golden retrievers is like, get ready to never stop having hair in your mouth. And never having personal space again. And I have found that, like, only half of that is true. Um, <laughs> so much hair in my mouth, but I do still have my personal space. But I think it's for the best. Mm -hmm. And then when she does get, like, a head and a lap, it feels like, you know, God is smiling upon you that day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I really do think it's, like, it's better that way, just the way things are for me. Yeah. Um, I also think she's really hot. She's incredibly like fluffy for a golden retriever. People are constantly weirded out. Like they don't believe me that she is that breed. And I, I don't really know what to say because it's like, yes, she is. But um, uh, she has sort of like extra tufts of a lighter oh. color hair coming out of her shoulders and hips. And, and that only started when she was two. And then she also started getting maybe like 20 scraggly longer hairs on the top of her head. So she has her like 
beautiful golden regular short hair and then long wispy we call them her wispies (laughs) hair that just like sticks up different it's like so funny and so odd and adorable yeah and she she really is like she has like amber eyes like very like lioness eyes and the sort of like black coal of of like an you know ancient egyptian princess so she Mm. she has a lot of like really sorry to use ramen terms but a lot of really like depth of beauty um, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah there's some regal there's some regal features truly there. regal and then like you call her name and she looks at you and like one eye's bigger than the other and her wispies are all over the place so it's like <laughs> a great switch to really goofy yeah um she's getting more vocal oh. uh she does a lot of like she's medium trained sure. i would say I like, you know, she's a pandemic pup, like so many uh, out there. And so I had time and also took it super seriously of like, I'm going to. And when you're getting a big dog, like I've seen the chaos that can come. Um, So I I was like fairly serious about training her. And then sometimes when uh, like a delivery person is coming through, she gets on her perch and is like looking and suddenly is like so serious. And I'll. uh kind of like serious voice like see it we'll see it (laughs) (laughs) i have like an army general voice for her (laughs) and she'll do it but she's like (laughs) (laughs) that's mumbling under her breath (laughs) mumbling like i'm still tough i could like i'm listening to you but i could still fuck up that guy if i needed to Um, yeah, she's uh she's pretty great and it's really fun walking the streets of los angeles with what is widely considered a popular girl. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> is she, does she, is she good with other dogs? She's good with other dogs. Um, her best friend is my, our friend Mono Agapian, mm-hmm. who's a very funny person. Um, he and his boyfriend have a, or husband, so sorry. Um, <laughs> Jesus, um, have a chihuahua mix. Okay. Oh my that, God, a little large. Very funny combo. When when <laughs> this uh, Tatsu, the Chihuahua, met Wilma, Tatsu. they were the same size. Yeah, <laughs> they were both the size of like a tall, like a basketball player's shoe. Yeah. Um, and then Wilma like rapidly started doubling and quadrupling, and so she Wilma because of that, I think is really good at playing with small dogs. She like gets low and just bops her front paws in a way that is like either delightful play or terrorizing um, a smaller dog. But we can like, he can bring the dog over and we can leave them in the house and go out, which I feel like is like a huge win. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah. And um, I recently went away and my roommate very kindly was taking care of Wilma. They're like, they have their own like special beautiful relationship yeah. that is so sweet and only very occasionally makes me jealous. Um, mostly like 99% of the time, it only fills my heart with joy. Um, but it's so lucky that Wilma doesn't have to like have her routine disrupted, you know, like yeah. my, my, she's at home, my, my roommate's taking care of her and she just gets a little weird when I'm gone, which is funny. Cause it's like, you're not all that snuggly when I'm here. <laughs> I'm talking shit about you, Wilma. Um, this is when, big cat energy, I it's think. It's big cat energy, yes. Big and cat. she looks like a big cat. She looks like a female lioness. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so interesting. So so when I came back, she was straight up weird. Because I feel like 
me leaving disrupted her routine and then me coming back disrupted the new routine that she was like replacing it with. <laughs> so she actually got a little crazy with a couple big dogs when I took her on a walk the day I got home. Interesting. And I, I'm, I sort of like filed it away of like, next time I go away and come back, I'm not going to when I'm just sort of like not going to let her fraternize with other dogs because I think it's a protective thing. I'm um, I used to take her on walks at like 6 a.m. when I was working in writers rooms that had New York time. Right. And if anyone approached, she would growl. And if they got too close, she would straight up bark. Mm -hmm. So I think she's like on edge in a weird way. And I was so dramatic. Uh, this was just last week. So I came back and took her on a walk and she like really barked at a couple dogs and one of them was like they've met before i know she's friendly and i was and i was like yes she is and then that dog barked at her and she just went off yeah and i felt so bad but um i was like oh no she's not friendly with dogs anymore and then i like didn't let her approach any dogs the next day and then the day after that i was like she kind of just like looks relaxed mm -hmm. and then on the streets when you know you do the little like She's friendly. They're friendly. Oh, it's on. Let's <laughs> yeah, let yeah. sniff it up. It's gone back to great again. So okay, good. I'm going to just file that away of like proceed with caution when yeah, I've, give her I've sort a little of time messed. To... Yeah. She's a sensitive do, girl. Do you think that <laughs> it's a jealousy thing? And she's like, is this who you were with? Is this who you were with? <laughs> she doesn't know now? where I was. Who's your friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking to them? Uh, yeah. That's so funny. Um, I do think she is a jealous dog. Mm -hmm. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, Tatsu, that dog who's over a lot, yeah. um, I can barely pet her. Uh, like, Wilma will run. When we stop to let dogs sniff each other, she's into the dog for five seconds and into the people for the preceding however many minutes. Yes. Sure. And then if their dog comes to me for pets, suddenly Wilma's like darting over and trying to get in the middle. Mm -hmm. So she does that when Tatsu is over. I can barely pet <laughs> Tatsu. Like she can go get pets from whoever. But you... my attention, yeah. yeah. Don't you hate that a... double standard? <laughs> one I... rule for you and one rule for her. Is this relationship open for both of us or just for you? <laughs> Um, but she, it's not like an aggressive jealous. It's just like, a, I, I'm going to disrupt this and then go back and get pet over here. And now, oh my God, you got close to that dog again. <laughs> um, I sometimes take care of my parents' dog who is a, he's a mutt for sure, but like very much looks like a cockapoo. Mm -hmm. Um, like really cute. Yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Is this okay to talk about? I guess he's sort of still in my family, oh, but he's not really my talk friend. about whoever you <laughs> yeah. want. That'd be so funny if you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, biologically related dogs only. Yeah, That's all Sorry, we all we care about daughters and sons. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he, his name is Telly Monster, and he's like aggressively cute. <sighs> so good, but that name. Um, yeah, he looks like actually exactly like Sprocket, who is the dog from Fraggle Rock. Oh yeah, um, like like truly, truly, people will will confirm that random strangers. What, sorry, what's Fraggle Rock? Fraggle Rock is a Muppet. Um, it's like an older '70s, um, very odd, sort of like hippy dippy children's show. Okay. That um, 
there's like an old man character and then his dog is also a Muppet and it really looks exactly like my parents' dog. But he is a mean boy. Mm -hmm. He is a biter. Oh. Um, And at at the very best, a big time growler. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't um, bite me or my mom. And the list used to be longer, but I think we're the last two standing. Um, so, you know, when people ask, like, is he friendly? Can I pet him? The answer is fully no. Um, which is like groundbreaking and so important when you can get true dog lovers who like so badly want to defend how much they love their dog. Like my mom, when you can get them to admit that they are not friendly, like everyone is happier. Um, so he's had to come over here a couple times, which is tough on my roommate because it's like. He looks like a literal toy. Yes. And he's going to walk up to you and he's going to wag his tail. But you can't pet him. You can't. Don't touch him. My cat is like that. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Like she's going to walk up to you. She's going to rub herself against you. And then you're going to go to scratch your head and she's going to bite your hand. (laughs) She's a bitch. It's like... She's just really like a player. She really leads people on and then gaslights them. Like, I didn't tell you you could touch me. Because what we you know. learn is like if they approach you, it's fine, you know. So it's like these these two fuzzy cuties are really messing with the standard. Yeah. Does she they bite? Are. Does she like break skin when she bites? Like, can she really? No, yeah. no. It's just okay. it's just a little warning nip. That's she will. But when she scratches, she she will sometimes like give you a swipe. Uh huh. If you um, and and then yeah, then she'll break skin. <laughs> yeah, I'd be more scared of the claws than the teeth. Yeah. Um, but Telly is small and he mostly doesn't break skin, but he has. So it's like, you just can't. Yeah, of course. Um, but when, so both of them are jealous creatures. So Wilma and Telly have been in the same house many, many times. And Wilma knows she'll run up in her like giant smile, tongue out, like golden (laughs) retriever fashion. And then when she gets close, she goes like, you could see it dawning on her of like, oh, this guy's going to fuck me up. Yeah. And she like skids to a halt and veers away. So she clearly knows like this isn't a dog that I like the fact that they can ignore each other again is like such a huge relief. Mm. Um, But when he comes because that's at my parents house where there's like a lot of space when he comes to my apartment, it's tough. Um, Like who sits next to me on the couch is like a real struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, How long have your parents had Telly like? Is he like your childhood dog or anything? No. Um, we we definitely had dogs all growing up. Um, he we adopted him when I was in my so I, I'm gonna say he's like almost ten. Um, from Barkin Bitches, which mm-hmm. uh, used to have a storefront on Fairfax in LA, which is like a is super it? hip neighborhood. It's like where's like sneakerheads go to buy like cool sneakers. Um, Barkin Bitches, what's that like a rescue? Mm-hmm. It's a rescue. Then they had um, so I. Uh, when I graduated college, I was a page at CBS TV City. Ooh. And that's right, uh, walking distance from uh, where Barking Bitches was. And I lived f- like in the deep valley with my parents, saving money. So um, I was always looking for like ways to kill time. And I, it was like the greatest thing ever that I found a way to volunteer at a dog yes. rescue to save time, like truly the coolest. And um, there it was a fancy, fancy store where they sold like seventy five dollar like rhinestone encrusted collars. But then they also had Jimmy's Rescue out of the same store. And once the dogs made it into the store, they were like safe from being, you know, they were out of the like 
shelter system, like no longer on the euthanization list. They just needed to be placed. And it was genius because they would have these dogs having free run of the store. So people who had dogs that needed $75 collars maybe wouldn't show up to like the LA pound, but then they were like confronted with these dogs. And it was so fun. Like the floor was just like constantly slick from being like peed and cleaned and peed and cleaned. Um, but I would go. But then there were like $75 collars. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. So like a lot of celebrities ended up adopting from there. Cause I think it's like, yeah, they're going to like go in there to shop for their fancier dog. And then like, they, they were also like so many adoption places we know are so dead serious about who they adopted to. Yeah. And like at times rude. Um, and I, I had like, a really casual like application that I had filled out just to be, cause people just walked in just to pet the dogs. Mm-hmm. Like they were fully aware that like probably like 70% of the people that walked in were just there to pet a dog and left without buying anything. Um, but I was like one of their volunteers. So I would go in and take dogs for walks around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, <laughs> this is so how, and I'm I guess helping. Like- <laughs> <laughs> How does that work if you've got a dog like Telly running around the shop floor? So he was sort of, so I I don't really know how they chose the dogs to go in there. Um, There were sometimes like little scuffles that they had to break up. I won't get into it because I don't know the legal things, but they ended up closing because of um, like a legal issue. Um, They still exist as um, like just sort of out of their houses. Mm -hmm. Um, The the, like store doesn't exist anymore, but you can follow them on Instagram. And the lady's super nice. Um, My experience with her. but uh, he, so so we had lost another family pet and um, all my sisters and I were all fully grown up, but it was like devastating to my family, Mango. Um, oh, Mango. To this day, oh. no one is like over losing her. Yeah. Um, as that happens. Uh, and um, we waited a couple of years because we re- like, we knew we were, my parents were going to get another dog. My mom is absolutely a dog person. My dad goes on two long walks every day. They have, they live in like the suburbs. It's like this, a dog needs to be sprung loose and like living in this situation. But we were just like too sad. And then one of my sisters was living in Houston and she was home for Thanksgivings. And we were sort of feeling like the family's together. It's time to pick our parents' new dog. Yeah. And he was named Bono which is so funny. Um, That is so funny. It's so silly. Um, And he's one of those dogs where like a haircut is a pretty drastic change. So he was shaggier when he was in there. And when you cut his hair, he's a more like a tricolor, but he looked more black, like, um, and you couldn't really see his eyes. Mm -hmm. um, And he just was the cutest thing. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and it, it happened pretty quick. And I think if we had had more time, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. I still think he was meant to be my my mom's new friend. Yeah. But um, we all went in there. We were looking at all the dogs. There was another dog we had. They had like a website and I used to like look at it. This is like pre-Instagram. So I that, that was my Instagram. It's just like looking and reading the little like blurb yeah. about each dog that was like the new kid on the block. Yeah. Um, and um he really wasn't biting. He was so friendly. Oh, really? He, um, and, and I don't say this as like um, a cautionary tale because like it really all worked out and he is a great companion to my mom and, you know, we love him. Yeah. But like two weeks into bringing him home, he started sort of like opening up 
and unlocking showing some his, really his weird true colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is true of, you know, you maybe some people foster to adopt, but when you're like walking in, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And, and maybe it's partially like how my, you know, how his situation was in my, in my parents' house. He is a smaller, he's like a large, small dog. Um, he's probably like 20, 25 pounds. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's a big space and he was so underfed. I got a cat bell for him when we brought him home because we kept losing him in the house. (laughs) He like made no, like now he's like a, got a little more, a little like weightless shadow. And now that he's like got a little more heft, you can hear him walking around. But like, we would literally like not, it's like not that big of a house but we would just fully just like not know where he was because he made no noise so that's like a big world for a little guy yeah definitely (laughs) um and yeah it's like a super different relationship than it was with mango the dog that we had to say goodbye to but i think he's the dog we need yeah you know he like my dad takes him my dad took him on like so many walks and then um He's sort of like mean to other people, but I think it made my mom feel nice. <laughs> he likes her. her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, we're, we're definitely like dog people. For, yeah. Oh, same thing with for... Wilma as well. Like when they when they do like you, you feel like God is like you are the chosen one. Yes. You know? <laughs> and maybe I needed that. Maybe, you know, if she was just like all over me all the time. Mm-hmm. wouldn't feel so special right yeah it's it, <laughs> i i mean yeah like my cat definitely like only really likes me and my partner and i love it i'm like i love that you're not for everybody but you're just for me you yeah. know okay we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with more from gilly and wilma Hey, Sydney, you're a physician and the co-host of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, right? That's true, Justin. Is it true that our medical history podcast is just as good as a visit to your primary care physician? No, Justin, that is absolutely not true. Uh, However, our podcast is funny and interesting and a great way to learn about the medical misdeeds of the past, as well as some current not so legit healthcare fads. So you're saying that by listening to our podcast, people will feel better. Sure. And isn't that the same reason that you go to the doctor? Well, uh, you could say that. And our podcast is free. Yes, it is free. You heard it here first, folks. Sawbones, Meryl Tour of Misguided Medicine right here on Maximum Fun. Just as good as going to the doctor. No, no, no. Still not just as good as going to the doctor, but but pretty good. It's up there. Hi, I'm Ketchup. And I'm Socks. And I'm Ball Bearings. And I'm Pigeons. And I'm Water Towers. And I'm Cardboard. Surprise, we're actually humans. Humans making a podcast about those kinds of topics. Because those are real episode topics on the podcast, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. That's a podcast where we take ordinary seeming things like ketchup and socks and cardboard and bring you the little known history and science and stories that make those things secretly incredibly fascinating. Secretly incredibly fascinating. The title of the podcast. Hear the back catalog anytime and hear new amazing episodes every Monday at MaximumFun.org. What kind I, I um I've got to meet Alexis's um crumb who's just like almost too cute for words. <laughs> um I Googled uh Ella, is your cat like a special kind of cat? Yeah, she's a Bengal. It's like 
startlingly beautiful. Yeah, yeah she is. That's kind of, I think that's the problem. She's like a mean girl because she's so hot, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. She really it's is. Like it's, on, it's like the kids that were like, were like ugly teens always end up with like nice personalities, but she's always been gorgeous. So she's just an asshole, you know? Takes it for granted. Yeah. yeah. She really does. Yeah. I really feel, um, I waited. I'm like this person who's so into dogs and I was volunteering at Barking Bitches for so long, not like super, once I stopped being a page, it was more sort of sporadic, but like for a lot of people, they're like, how can you volunteer without walking away with a dog? I could never do that. And yes, that is true. But the like feeling of growing so close to one of those dogs and like the added little annoying bonus of like, I did good today. Like it really helped scratch the itch of loving a dog and yeah. then, totally get it yeah. and not yeah. having the response not being like wholly responsible for them I was really nervous about getting a dog before I was financially and just sort of you know like I'm a comedian so it was just sort of like just live in a silly silly immature life and I didn't want to like end that any sooner than I had to yeah and also just the money like I knew that I didn't you know I didn't want to have to be worried about affording uh, a dog which is um you know i'm glad that people of all types uh have dogs because i think the companionship is more important and i genuinely think the dogs like want it they don't care what their kibble is yeah but um it just i just didn't want it to be a source of stress yeah so yeah, yeah. so i like people would find out that i didn't have a dog and were like creeped out <laughs> because like you like, isn't that your dog and that your dog? Like, the dog you've been talking about and posting pictures about? I'm like, that's not my dog. No, no. That's just a dog it's I either, like. Yeah, it's like my parents' dog, my sister's dog, or just any of the many, many dogs that I... So the pandemic uh, heard of it. Um, I, I was living with someone at the time and had started, uh, like, an ex and started feeling like I'm ready. I have, like, some stability. Um, and the p- pandemic, I think a lot of people felt like this could be a good opportunity to be really available if I'm going to get a puppy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the we just kept like sort of hesitating and not doing it. I think maybe like the relationship felt like it was ending. So it really was a blessing that we didn't like enter into something like that, even though I would have absolutely taken the dog. Um, of course. <laughs> when you hear about like, I definitely have friends who have been dating people who are still like in regular contact with their exes because they share like, a dog pet. with their ex. Yeah. So they kind of have this like joint custody situation and you just, you're suddenly like the stepmom to this dog and he's still seeing the ex. You're just like, oh my God, no, that's... It's so weird, but I messy. do know... It's messy, but I do know some people who really love it because then when they go out of town... They have a person. There's like a built-in guaranteed. thing. That is yeah. true. Um, that is but, true, yeah. But I, I don't think that's like definitely the case for everyone so it's good that we didn't but it was it was hard to go from I'm not ready I'm not ready to like I'm ready (laughs) and like have to wait yeah so um this is something that you'll probably hear like defensiveness in my voice Wilma is not a rescue Mm. um and that's controversial (laughs) um and I I like I'm a total hypocrite about it I agree that it's it's not good but also I did what I did and I <laughs> stand by it. But um, so it was like um, August uh, 2020 and I we had broken up and I was like racing. I was so ready. So when he and I were together, I had had a few different shelters do um, the virtual tour of our apartment. Mm-hmm. 
um, to like get approved. And so we were approved at two different places, but then we kept putting it off. And then in August, when we broke up and I hit those places back, they were wiped clean. Right. There were like no dogs. There were literally no dogs. And what's really sad about that is that time the next year, a lot of those dogs were, were back. back. Yeah. Which is, I just got like the chills. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, uh, that does suck. And I just was like unwilling to wait. And um, it just felt like if I don't do it now, well, I, I, yeah, it was bad. Um, it was a weird, weird decision, especially with like the every dog we'd ever had growing up was a, a rescue. And, and I'd worked at them since I was like 11 years yeah. old. I worked at um, the Fallbrook Mall um, animal shelter that was like a storefront in a like weird mall in the valley. <laughs> and I sat in a cage with Sharpay Akita mix puppies. I will never forget. It's the cutest. It is so much fluff. It's and so wrinkly, many wrinkles. Wrinkly <laughs> fluff. And they, my job, I had a work permit because I was trying to be an, like a child actor. And so they like let me, uh, like twice a week, my mom would take me and I would like sit in cages and like tell people oh like God. they're up for adoption in two weeks. Like they're Sharpe Akita mix puppies, you know, like whatever information I needed. Um, sorry, all this is to say, I, I definitely believe in rescuing animals. Yeah. Um, and then when it was like, I had the best excuse of like the shelters were, yeah. I was looking for a female puppy that would grow to a large dog. And they were like, we don't have a small male. We don't have an adult. We don't have like, There's um, nothing. shelters, LA and San Diego. I was willing to like drive and just nothing. So, yeah. I mean, I would argue I was, like, it's not like you didn't. I don't know. It's that's way different than like I didn't rescue because I didn't want to. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. You're that's like very I wanted kind. a dog. <laughs> that's very kind, and you don't have to. You don't have to make me feel better about it yeah. because I, it, you know, it is what it is. And but uh, it's my... more. It is more complicated than like <laughs> yes, and more nuanced than than just you know, like a, a black. Well, and white I wanted the, my dog and. Mm-hmm, I got yeah. like an insanely expensive bougie cat, not from a rescue. I'm not going to be the person that flogs you. For the she's so pretty, though. <laughs> she's just um, so pretty. She's so pretty. Um, but then I found um, a website that was about like, you know, like reputable breeders, blah, blah, blah. Like mm-hmm. this this lady who they only breed the females one time. And um, she had a litter like coming up. Yeah. And they were the election litter. So they were going to be um, born in November, like on election day in our America's election day. And I could uh, get her in December. So it was just like, yes. Yeah. Um, and she was in Phoenix, Arizona. And I just was um, they all had different colored um, collars. And I think there were like nine of them. And they were just like nine of the cutest dogs I'd ever seen. And I immediately thought that uh, Maroon was the cutest. And Maroon turned out to be Wilma. (laughs) And we would like get pictures updating us. Um, I was in a sublet just like waiting to get to move back in with some friends after moving out with my uh, the place with my ex. So it was just like the thing keeping me going is like watching this like little baby uh, get like big and strong enough for me to take her. And I drove by myself to Phoenix (laughs) by yourself. Yes. Still in like COVID scary times. So, um, I, I got there the night before and stayed in an Airbnb and I like 
just like hid from the people uh, like running the Airbnb and then had a mask on when I picked her up. And uh, when I drove her home, she had, you know, you have to like stop to let her pee and I had to pee and I carried her in my purse at a gas station and on my lap while I peed in a gas station. <laughs> and um, it was just like such a cute bonding moment. And, and she loves the car so to this surreal day. surreal as well. Yeah. She was <laughs> asleep, so chill in a laundry basket. I don't know why I was like, this is a smart thing to transport a puppy. I like put my sense. laundry basket. Yeah. I will yeah. say like, that is one part of having a dog that I really, cause I got crumb was also like a tiny puppy. And there are so many times when you're like, oh, we're doing a thing out and about. And you're like, I do have to pee. What do I do? I guess the dog's coming in the bathroom. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. There's no other. I can't leave it. it it's yeah, not preferred. <laughs> but she was like, you know, no vaccinations. Right. Um, like you literally can't set them on the floor. <laughs> like yeah. It's like a dangerous thing. And um so the, the reason why I went with Golden Retriever is um, Mango, who um, was rescued in, in the valley, mm -hmm. was a Golden Retriever. Mm -hmm. And um, my dad, we went on a campaign. I was like um, maybe in eighth grade. And we went on a huge campaign. This is how we got stuff done in my house is um, post-it notes, like hundreds of them in, in my parents' shoes. Um my parents are from Israel and then they're both. So they're like, kind, my dad's like a, like a farmer and then also like a businessman now. So it's like, if you could like drop some documents and do a presentation, that was another really good way to get things. Gotcha. Um, These are my parents were like handled. this as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we had already had some like pets and stuff. So, you know, it wasn't like totally like the first thing, but we'd never had a puppy. Mm -hmm. And my dad said when he finally caved after like months of this, he said like, okay, but you can only get a red golden retriever. And so we were like, okay, but they're golden. So it was almost <laughs> like he was like, yeah, you can get a dog if it's nine feet tall yeah. and weighs one pound, like some weird like <laughs> riddle that we had to solve. Yeah. Um, and my mom found like in the penny saver talking about rescue pups and they they were like yeah they're like sort of darker red yeah and um we brought her home the cutest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and my um dad was like that's not the dog and we were like too bad this is, this is the dog <laughs> um, and he meant irish setter and oh, that's he had seen lot, someone though. um i feel like they're kind of similar looking yeah but, but that's got what a lot we found more out energy. that my dad yeah we found out that my dad thought every dog was a blank retriever, like a oh, Rottweiler retriever, a bulldog retriever. I love that. <laughs> so simple mistake. But my um, so my dad is like famous for walking this dog around the neighborhood and she was so cute. It was like every member of my family thought that we were her favorite yeah. and we were like having this special relationship with her. And my dad, my dad now has Alzheimer's, but he it sort of like started all the way back then manifesting in like different mental health issues. So he started having like really bad anxiety and Aww. depression and, um, mango without any training other, like other than just like being a generally like mellow, good dog straight up knew when my dad was having worse days. Yeah. Um, she had, she'd normally like sleep in, she had like beds all over the house, but on some mornings she would sleep by my parents' door and my dad would say to us, like, I had like 
bad dreams or I like didn't sleep last night. And I, those are the mornings when I open the door and she's waiting right there. So it was like, okay, this is some like serious, what a good dog. (laughs) Sorry. Um, yeah, just that thing where it's like no training and I don't know what it is. Is it that she just like knew him really well or could she smell chemicals changing in him? Cause I know that is kind of a thing for for some sicknesses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just that like weird emotional intelligence that makes you think some animals are from another dimension, you know, another dimension, another planet, Definitely. another like another plane of existence. Yeah, something like, you know heaven, what I mean? Uh, I don't even like believe in one for people, but I believe in one. But for maybe people. dogs, yeah. angels, and pets. Yeah. Um, and my dad would say like, "Mungo gets me." Um, <laughs> so like when we name our pets, we name them thinking of an Israeli accent. Like that's why we couldn't name Telly Sprocket because ours are Sprocket. Like that doesn't, yeah. that would be <laughs> too hard. Yeah. And, and he was the one walking the dogs all around the neighborhood. So we didn't want people to like not get what they're, yes. so they're, that's, that's taken really into cute, to consideration. So when it was like, okay, I'm not getting a dog from a shelter. I'm getting any dog I can find from probably from a breeder. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do a golden retriever. Um, hoping that this was in 2020. So my dad has still had a lot more functions. He's like in a home now, so he doesn't have a ton of functions, but, um, mm. he had a lot more in 2020. So, and he was like at home with my, like in my childhood home and I'm uh, sorry, this is sad. Um, but, uh, um, uh, I, was hoping that there would be something similar, maybe even that he would think that that dog was mm. our old dog Mango, like, yeah. you know, straight up. Like, if that were possible, that would be a nice sort of bonus. Also, I think they're adorable and I want I want one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it wasn't like a completely, you know, altruistic, I guess there's no <laughs> buying a dog that's altruism. But, um, and the weird thing that ended up, so when I brought her home, the first thing I did was like take her to my parents. It was the thing I was like the most excited to do. Yeah. And my dad loved her, <laughs> but also how do you not love a baby? A, a golden baby, retriever puppy. A golden retriever <laughs> yes. Who's like hair feels like duck feathers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're kind thing, of like squat and like, they've got little full bellies oh, and big yes. paws. And there wasn't hair on so her cute. belly yet. So it was just like pink. Fuzz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop. Insane. It's so much. Um, but what ended up happening over time, because, you know, I live in the same city as my parents. My dad, he does sometimes have moments where he's really connecting with her, but it's sort of not, it's not the, like, love affair that I fantasized about. Sure. But she has a special something for my mom. Who arguably maybe so needed cute. it even yeah. more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's yeah. Like it's so she knew. And it's like Mango knew that your dad needed her that time. But yeah. Wilma knows that your mum does. She, she jumped. Now. It's fine. I'm really sorry. We don't deserve dogs. <laughs> we don't so nice. fucking deserve them. She jumped into my mom's lap. Oh, um, and she isn't a cuddler. And she's not a cuddler. So it's, she's so squiggly, you know, that thing where it's like a head to toe sort of like happy movement. Yeah. yeah. And um, when, my, you know, it's been like a weird rough couple of years just sort of leading to my dad now being in a, in a facility. So a couple of times where my mom has cried, Wilma will run up and put her head in my mom's lap. Oh my God. Just, <laughs> 
<laughs> instinctually like um and stuff I haven't seen her do you know yeah. like this it, you know thankfully I haven't needed that exactly so um it's just sort of the greatest feeling ever that it's like you know I do wish that my dad could like get some joy yeah yeah um from her but my mom doesn't it's so nice yeah and and I call that that's Wilma paying her rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's absolutely. really earning earning her keep. It is and like it's, yeah. That dogs often naturally do the things that like they train therapy dogs to do. Mm-hmm. Blows my mind. Where it's like this is what yeah. we know helps, and it's like dogs just do that. They know yeah. like I I've never because like Crumb also like I in the past like I will cry and then all of a sudden he's right there and like concerned it's like how do you know yeah do you know the difference between my expressions and stuff like oh yeah crumb yeah when animals (laughs) display that when animals display that level of like emotional intelligence I'm just like like yeah like I've had I had like a bad day a few weeks ago my cat just like lay the length of my body just like (gasps) lay on me and she never does that she just she never she's not a cuddler I was like, oh, thank you. It's like, <laughs> this is know, why you're here. Yeah. Yes. To know that, like, she has it in her, you, when we're not cuddling, it's still just sort of like, but you could. Yeah. Yeah. And that's comforting. For sure. <laughs> if I really need it. Yeah. You'll um, be there. Definitely got You got me. Yeah. Oh, no. That oh, no. is the literal worst. <laughs> I got um, Maldon salt in my eye the other oh, day. God. And I, like, wanted to eat what I was salting so bad that I didn't <laughs> yeah. let it come out all the way. I just kind of sat and ate with one crunched up eye. <laughs> yeah. What That's were you the, eating? the triangle or the pyramid salt, right? The, uh, that one? No, it's the, it's, I don't know over there, but here you get it in, like, a white carton with green writing and it's big chunky crystals. It, yeah, it, yeah. That, oh, yeah, that's what, yeah, okay. Same, yeah. Pyramid yeah. salt, that sounds cool. It is in a carton and I haven't, like, moved it out of the carton. I just, like, take yeah. pinches and yeah, break yeah, yeah. up the, the big flakes. Because people got to know that it's the Maldon salt. Right. I said, you need I said it, Maldon you know? because I, I think it's a bigger flake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, like, a trendy yeah, salt. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a trendy salt. What were you eating that you were so desperate to eat? Um, I eat a fried egg and sautéed spinach every goddamn morning, and it's like the joy of my life. You guys gotta I, look I close do... at the salt. They're little pyramids. What? Yeah. What? So you, so everyone was right. Yes. I, <laughs> yeah. I checked to make sure we were talking about the same one because I have it too, and it's like if you the full obviously it gets broken, it doesn't look like this, but if you find a full flake, it's a little pyramid. I had no idea. Yeah, fascinating. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not I mean, I, I love a fried egg too. A fried egg is a joy for yeah, sure. It's, it's a real joy. And, you know, you want it hot. Um, just pulled some of Wilma's hair out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask, um, how did you settle on the name Wilma? <gasps> okay. So um, thank you for asking. This is so fun. Um, <laughs> even talking about the depths of the sorrows of my family, it is a blast. Um, so we, you know, you get your like name list going. Mm-hmm. Um, naming of our course. pets in the past was so much our first. Okay. Sorry. I'm going further back than you this. asked for. No, 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 we love it. We love it. <laughs> exactly Give us the origin story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our first dog was named. Patricia, that was the name she came to us with, and that was a little silly. I, I can't. That. I couldn't even imagine my dad saying Patricia. It's so long too. It's so long. She was from the Doris Day Foundation, 
which um, was run by the, you know, actress Doris Day and her son, who is the guy that the Manson family were trying to kill when they killed um, Sharon Tate Whoa. and those other people. And I'm sorry, I'm forgetting their names. That's okay. I, so, I also don't Wow. Murder does have something to do with Wilma's name and maybe, no, this, I didn't even, I can't make the connection, but <laughs> so, so that man like came and dropped this dog, Patricia off at our house. She was, they said she was three, you know, it's always sort of like a mystery how old. And I feel like sometimes they skew younger Yeah. and we didn't feel, so Patty was a Siberian Husky shepherd mix. Oh, the big fluff. So fluffy, absolutely absurd that this dog is in Southern California. Yes, way too hot. Yeah. Um, she was so pretty. I used to think that she was, um, I like had like a fantasy in my head that she was Catherine Zeta Jones as a dog. <laughs> I thought Catherine Zeta Jones was the most beautiful woman on earth. And Patty was just like black and like just so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and had white gloves and would sit like paws. So it was just sort of like not in the cards to change her name. Like, yeah. She commanded too much respect. Yeah. She was Miss Patty it, for sure. So it just felt like okay to go with Patty. It was way easier to say. We would have never picked it, but it was sort of a good compromise. Yeah. Um, we had so many other like non-dog pets, but all six of the dogs. So then Mango was sort of a darker color for a golden retriever. Mm -hmm. We almost named her Kobe because this was the era of the LA Lakers, like really tearing it up. Things to try to like like pander to my dad yeah it's probably um, good that you maybe didn't go with kobe though that would have been a weird <laughs> well she she passed yeah. before he did oh, okay but, um okay so but i see what you're very saying sad. <laughs> yeah that would have been very sad um, yeah. very sad and then you know telly monster he looked like a muppet we couldn't name him sprocket so it's like naming pets is just like it's it's a careful process yeah to to me Mm -hmm. um, and it's something you can't, you can come up with some ideas, but you can't decide on until you've met the I dog. I 100% agree. I think pre-naming yeah. a pet is wild. Sometimes it just works. Sure, like, yeah. You yeah. can have ideas. Yeah. We, we yeah. pre-named our pet and then we met her and we were like, yes. 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 What that is her is, name? Her name is Persephone. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she goes by like Percy. An yeah. But she Cute. does look. Yeah. But she does. And it works because she does look like an ancient goddess. Yeah. She really but also, does. Percy is like a little, little spunky, yeah. little sassy. You know, love, a little pep in that. I that love um, that she has this sort of like regal name and then there's something a little more playful yeah exactly Krum is the cutest yeah crumb is so, so good and he is it's like so, a crumb such a crumb. it's so good I, I think i've told people crumb because it's like <laughs> and you couldn't just name any dog crumb no even no. though it's such a cool name yeah. um so we had a list maybe 30 deep because i'm just <laughs> so yeah. you know i'm sad uh post breakup no, and i'm just like anticipating so <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, so some of the names yes. were a little silly. Sure. Um, I thought it would be really funny to name one dog Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. Um, yes, but... Um, it was funny. Uh, the name Noodles I really liked. Um, I really like food names, and, and we had had mango, so then I also considered if this one was going to be a lighter color, maybe banana, and I thought banana is a really cute name. Yeah. Um, the name Shirley Mendelssohn. Um, I think that was the name of like an old lady babysitter that I had as a kid. And I had a dream that I named not this dog, but a, a dog, dog Shirley <laughs> Mendelssohn. Um, but I do really like um, old timier names yeah. 
or like names that like aren't someone that you have in your life mm -hmm. per se. So the, the list was just so long. Um, I let my nieces and nephews um, pitch names and I never wrote a single one of them down. <laughs> I was as soon as like my niece, uh, actually my niece is named Ella. Um, oh. Great, great name. She um, has a good name. <laughs> yeah. She was named well. Um, she suggested Flicka. Um, like the which horse? I don't even think she knows. I don't even think she knows the horse thing. Wait, what um, horse? It's like a book. It's like a like a Black Beauty. Like a yeah. Like if you're a horse girl, this was like a staple yeah. of your. I'm surprised horse. you missed it, honestly. <laughs> but I don't know if it was a thing. Like yeah, it was maybe, maybe a, a US yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a film. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah. I just like was like absolutely not. Um, not you're five. <laughs> do better. Um, <laughs> but uh, w uh, Betsy, my roommate. Mm -hmm. um, who very graciously agreed to let me not only move back in, but immediately get a puppy <laughs> um, while the pandemic was still like, you know, uh, like limiting our lives seriously. Um, because what could be better than a puppy in the past? I know. Like, honestly, like if I lived with someone, they were like, can we get a puppy? I'd be like, obviously. Duh. There like was, so it used to be three of us in this house. And then when I left to move in with the now ex, they didn't replace me. And then shortly after the pandemic hit, so it was like great that there was only two people. But back in the day when it was still three before I lived here, there was another dog brought into the house mm. and it wasn't great. The dog, really? yeah, everyone was a little too young and immature to care for it. And the dog ended up getting rehomed. Mm. Um, the dog is still in our lives and it is like, the great, you know, yeah. I, it all worked out great, but it is something I couldn't stand for and something I certainly couldn't stand for when I'm in my like, you know, mid thirties, yeah. like, yeah. you know, like it's, it's a mistake maybe a 20 something might make, but like, I, I just wasn't gonna. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was very sure. serious to me to bring another dog into this situation that like, it's gonna be good this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also because I wanted you know, be a good roommate and a good dog owner, like all, all that stuff. But th there was like, there were things brewing in my mind for like, you know, this is my dog and my roommate is allowing it yeah. to happen. And I have to make sure that it's like not uncomfortable for her. Yeah. Um, but it was so fun just like coming up with names. And then we were watching the Yorkshire Ripper murder documentary <laughs> um, over in your neck of that the Lizella. so not... Where I thought this was going to go. We couldn't have seen it coming either. So I almost want to, I want to like see if wow. I can. I really thought you were going to go Flintstones, Jilly. I really thought you were going to go I, Flintstones. I, a lot of people think that. And depending on how the person looks when they ask if it's Flintstones, sometimes I say, uh-huh. Um, and sometimes. No, you knew your audience with that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it's not always time to, um. Okay, so sorry, I, I, I'm I went down the murder road, but now I found our my list of puppy yes. names. <gasps> Tell and us. Some, some other names were um, I mentioned Shirley Mendelssohn, mm -hmm. Banana Fofana. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine um, yelling that? Uh, so cute. Down the street. Um, Marge. Marge. Ju uh, Julia Roberts. <laughs> Uh -huh. Be beautiful actress I thought was really funny but That's I'm glad so I didn't funny. go like this is my dog beautiful actress um yeah I'm glad I didn't go 
the but funny route. Fun, yeah. like, ban- ban- yeah. ban- banana Fofana is hilarious to me. I think also because like I would say bananas would have to be banana Fofana. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Like, I love it. I, we love the drag queen um, Nina Bonina Brown. So yeah. good. Yeah, um, love Nina So Bonina. I think that's what that was coming from. <laughs> um, um, Mrs. Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's married. This is yeah. Mrs. Popcorn. <laughs> um, Doofy Gilmore. Um, what? That's from a scary movie, the the Wayne's Brothers um, franchise. Um, uh, Phyllis Neffler from Troop Beverly Hills. Um, Lunchbox. Um, stinky. So, you know, there was a pretty wide range. <laughs> so Beautiful actress and stinky on the same page is really <laughs> Lunchbox. <laughs> so we really, we really were like, we don't know this dog yet. So like, who knows? Yeah. Um, it could be anything. Um, and then we're watching the Yorkshire Ripper documentary and the first, the name of his first victim was like in a Chiron on the screen and her name was Wilma McCann. And Betsy looks at me because, you know, everything at that point, you're like eating tacos and you're like, taco, yes. you're like at the gas station <laughs> and you're like petrol, like everything <laughs> becomes a possible name. And Betsy just was like, Wilma's a cool name. And I was like, Wilma is a cool name. And I made myself remember her last name because if I'm going to like honor slash yes. disrespect <laughs> this woman. By I think I don't know her. her. Yeah. No, I think yeah. it's an honor. And yeah, then because and then every time anyone asks, you can like, you know, yeah. talk about is keeping her. You know, the ancient Egyptians believe that like you're only really dead when people stop saying your name. Yeah. Okay. We love this. So, and, so I was having have... a great afterlife yeah. because of your Wilma. And, and we're keeping her name alive. I think that's fair. Mm. Um the only thing is that it's um an animal that licks her own ass. But, <laughs> but she's the best girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would love it. Like yeah. if it was me, I'm okay, yeah. I, so I'm dead, and I find out someone names their dog <laughs> Alexis Preston. I'm thrilled. Wouldn't you be thrilled? I'd be absolutely First thrilled. First and last, uh, yes. Full yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would be oh, delighted. What a treat! I think that's that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, um, our relatives in Israel got a, a like a sort of lab mix that was blonde. And they asked if it was okay to name their dog Mango. Aww. And it made us all like cry tears of joy. Yeah. So yeah. I do. I totally <laughs> think so it's cute. like, it's flattering. Yeah. Um, except the way that I remember her last name is McCann is, I, the way I remember McCann. it one night was Wilma McCann. Because I could remember Wilma, obviously, because it's my dog's name yeah. now, but I could never remember her last McCann. name. Is, can the Yorkshire Ripper murder her? He McCann. <laughs> so that's where the disrespect oh comes in. Um, but, uh, so, so it sort of like skyrocketed to the top of the list, but I was just sort of like, I'm not, uh, we're not saying anything definitively until I drive to Phoenix and get this dog. Yes. Um, Betsy was supposed to come with me, but the COVID stuff was just like, it was just too stressful to travel. Yeah. And so I ended up going alone and I wasn't going to declare her name till I got home. But then I looked at her and I was like, Wilma. Yeah. Wilma. 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 Yeah. It's a unique-ish name, every, but also everyone knows it. It's easy to say. It doesn't have any R's, so my dad can say it, no problem. Yeah. Um, I just love that it's her name. And I've met other people with pet names Wilma. I met um, a beautiful cat named Wilma. Mm. Um, but it's not, like, around no, too much. Yeah. yeah. I also yeah. like that in Ella's accent, there kind of is an R added. 
yeah the end yeah well, well yeah. Well, yeah, Wilma. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. small. Wilma. But... Wilma. Yeah, but we did not, I never say it. Like, my R's aren't really R's. Yeah, I'm that's from true. London. There's like a, so yeah. I would say water, wouldn't I? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It sounds Wilma. beautiful. Wilma. Yeah. So beautiful. But She's yeah. so cute. <laughs> She's cute. Her, She is a true Wilma. And then, of course, the nicknames are rampant. My sisters call her Wilmy. We call her Wee. Wee me. Uh, <laughs> just booby you know yeah, things that are, yeah. are, aren't even offshoots of the name but her full name is um wilma sue pooperstein of course it is um of course it is do your, do your pets have full names no hi uh, crumb i Not forgot this until just now um because i found the the name list for crumb when i when you were talking about this but crumb's middle name is technically murphy um <laughs> But that is a cute name, and he could have been a Murphy that was, if that's he what wasn't. Happened. It was on yeah. his list. Yes. He wasn't Crumb. Yes, but he was Crumb because it was <laughs> very good. It's pretty short. It was Merlin, Murphy, Crumb, Beetle, Fish, Gromit, Chip, and Comet. And I was like, "There's sort of a theme here." Yeah, yeah there I is. knew I wanted. Yeah. Weirdly, it's just I knew the kind of name I wanted for him. It yeah. was just like mm-hmm. looking at him. It's like this kind of thing. Um, yeah. and then crumb stuck, but I, Murphy was really close. And so it was his, that was his middle name. It's his middle name. Yeah. yeah Wilma has, I, I gave her Betsy's middle name as sort of like a homage, like, thank you for so being cute. cool about me bringing a dog in here. And, um, it was pooper because I did not. Okay. This is the second controversial thing I'm going to say. I hated her guts until she was six months old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had a really mm. hard time i've since learned there's such a thing called the puppy blues mm-hmm. yeah um, people mm-hmm. on the internet say it's the same as postpartum yes. i refuse to say it's quite that bad because i'm sure it is <laughs> way 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 worse um when it's a human child but um <laughs> i was miserable yeah. i just like i couldn't believe what i had done um, I immediately started and she did nothing but be fuzzy and cute. She was like learning how to be potty trained at a totally normal, if not fast rate. Yeah. Like she was just totally being a good girl, but it was a really weird emotional time in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And she looked at me and was like, I'm going to bite you And <laughs> again. Totally normal, I guess. Um, she doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. She's so good. She just wants to lick you. <laughs> Um, but it was like a weird time. It was like a yeah. weird, stressful time. Um, when and, was it you got her? Uh, December, like just before New Year's of 2020. 2020. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I was about to be, so 2021 was my like year of puppy. Yeah. Um, and it suddenly like hit me one day when she was like six months old. Like she can hold her pee for a really long time. I can it, slowly, slowly. She stopped biting us. Yeah. Um, after a lot of different training exercises and techniques. What worked? What, what um, worked? So I'm a weird learner where it's like, I love consulting. I, I like just need other people to tell me what to do. I'm not great at like, um, trying and I, I, I was gonna say I'm not great at troubleshooting, but I totally am in other ways. But with this, I just was like, I have to do it by the book. Uh Yeah. So what the, and I had signed up for a bunch of online training courses and what they had said to do, maybe you've heard this is when the puppy bites you to do a high pitched. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
she did not give a fuck about that. <laughs> um, it didn't register with her one bit. And so Betsy and I are just like all day, you just hear between the two of us just, ouch, 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 um, nothing. So then another thing I had read and maybe they said in one of these groups was she had a pen in the house for a while, like to keep them like, you don't want to give them like full run of the house right away and full pooping and peeing of the house right away. Yeah. And, um, and it was like in a big corner part of our like TV living room, part of our apartment. <laughs> and um, so uh, another thing I had tried was uh, if she bites swiftly get up and put her in the pen and then turn your back and when she's whining, just let it go. And then once she's quiet for five full seconds, you can turn around and go do it. So it's like, this is time consuming yeah. stuff. Incredibly like crazy that this was a time and place where I was home and available to do it. And Betsy was like on board doing it with me. You know, she wasn't like disrupting the training, um, but just getting bit like crazy. Like we both have so many pants with holes in it from her like little dagger teeth. Yeah. And, um, I finally, it was like months and months and months of like, my holes had punctures in it. Yeah. Um, and it was like starting to get just disappointing, like every day. And even though she was so cute and it's so normal, yeah. like when we had had a puppy before, I was a member of a five person family and like barely had to do shit. So like this had happened. I just wasn't yeah. noticing yeah. it. I just like went off to school and my mom got bit all day. Um, my mom works, but, um, <laughs> she, uh, so I finally then consulted this woman, um, Kate, who was like a dog trainer. And I just was like, we've done in my mind. It was like, these are the ways to do it. So I just need to commit harder. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Oh, if it's not working for your dog, then doing it longer, isn't going to help. It seems Interesting. like, yeah. So she was like, it seems like what Wilma cares about is attention from you. And what you're doing isn't really removing attention. Even though you're turning away, you're still there. Mm. So she was like, here's what you need to do. Tie her to like with the leash mm -hmm. so that she has a limited range of motion. Um, the, the night times were the worst times. It was like a witching hour for her. She would just get like bitey. And it's like the time where you're like, I'm done working on my Zoom, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to relax. And that was when she just like went bite crazy. And so, um, Kate recommended tying her with her leash to like a piece of sturdy furniture mm -hmm. and like spending time with her so that she'll eventually bite you and then get up and get behind a door so that you're gone. Right. And that is such a small adjustment base. It sounds so silly to say between turning your back and then physically disappearing. And it, I feel so crazy now that I never thought of it. But in one night I saw it register and I, and like, I feel like me and Betsy weren't like hanging out anymore right. in those evenings. Cause it was so miserable to be in the living room getting bit by this dog. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I like delivered the news. I was like, I think we had a breakthrough tonight and I'm going to do it for the next few nights. Yeah. So I'll just kind of be, it, I tied her to like the, the thing that the TV is on the like entertainment stand. So I like, um, was like, if it's cool with you, like come into the living room again, it's a safe space because she's tied up <laughs> and I will just sort of be sitting in front of the TV if that's not too annoying. And she was like, no problem, yeah. <laughs> Any, anything. And, um, her bedroom is the closest. So I, I like would disappear behind that door and literally after that a second night, she stopped. Biting. Wow. 
So it's weird because it's like, is it the the new exercise? Is it that she sort of had so long of biting us that she like ran the course of that phase? Yeah. She wasn't teething doesn't as much. Matter. Doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter. It stopped. It stopped. <laughs> and that feeling of like, I worked with you and you responded to it. Yeah. Was so euphoric and such a like bonding experience. And once I felt like she wasn't just like this creature that pooped and bit me. <laughs> it's so weird to say all of this because when you look back at pictures, it's like there is nothing cuter. She was so yeah. fuzzy and adorable and just like the platonic ideal of puppy. But when I look at her now, I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally get like my cat. I, I had a very similar experience with Percy as a kitten like she was a little terror for the first six months and I genuinely hated her and was like I've made a terrible mistake and then oh God, that feels so and I also yeah. had this had a similar breakthrough where I realized because she would pounce on my feet in uh-huh. play but her little teeth and claws were so painful and she learned that she would get the greatest reaction from me when she did it when I was like carrying something like my dinner <laughs> across the room um, and I also learned by like I'd go in another room and shut the door or I'd pick her up and like dump her in the hallway and shut the door yeah and yeah she learned very very quickly yeah. you do yeah. this and you lose your favorite thing me me, me. <laughs> bitch um, yeah it, ma- it made so much sense and it's so weird that I never thought to like pivot it, it I just was like no I had to commit harder yeah. I can't Training I can't is hard, quit. though. Like, dog training, so much of it is about consistency. And they tell you that. Yeah. So like, okay, I just have to keep doing that. And there's just a certain point where, like, like I still, I cannot. Crumb is a barky dog. I have, mm-hmm. and he's so smart, and he's pretty well trained. I can't figure out how to get him to not bark at things. Like, I've done, it's kind of like what you're saying. It's like, I've done all the things. But he's so it, headstrong that it's like, he knows I'm not going to, like, what What can I do now? It's also like you can't stop behavior that is, like, instinctual. Yes. You can't, you, they, that's, like, training, I'm just regurgitating what they say. I'm just, like, you can maybe divert some things. Yes. You can, like, maybe help them to, like, limit it. But, like, you can't stop a dog from barking. Yeah. I, I've heard of people using, like, um, like, sonic things, like, yeah, high frequency. Yeah, i too. Um, but I, yeah, I yeah, haven't tried like, There's it all either. these different, th- I don't know. It, it's also trying to keep everything in like the positive reinforcement realm and like, yeah. you know, make keep it. So it's just like, I don't know. And it's fine. You know, yeah. he, he's not barking now. So that's fine. But training was like fun for me to a certain extent. It was like a little bit of a hobby for, mm-hmm. for COVID times. And I had that, um, this is going to be a big dog. Um, I needed to make sure, um, my, you know, my dad was like more unstable at that point. So it's like, I need to make sure she's not gonna like knock him over or just any Mm. older person or kid over. Um, and just sort of knowing like how it went with uh, the other dog that had lived in my house years and years ago of just sort of like, we're going to like, we're going to train. We did, she did puppy socialization class. (laughs) That was the first thing. And that was, um, they could get their first round of vaccinations and then be in this class. So because of that, no, none of the dogs were on the ground still. Right. Like you're not supposed to walk yeah. your dog in places that you don't like if another dog that's sick has peed. So I would drive her to this class and we would all stand in the parking lot with our masks on distance from one another. And then the like instructors would call your name one at a time and you would hand over the dog to them. And then the dogs would go play and they made you leave because they didn't want the dog staring at you out the window and right. like 
just not socializing. And then in half an hour, we'd all come back and one by one, they would hand the dog back to you. Never, ever walking. <laughs> so nuts. Such a like, I don't have children. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> millennial like privileged thing to do. But um, I think it, I think it was great, yeah. especially with the pandemic. She wasn't going to like meet other dogs yeah. for a while. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we did a few different rounds of Zoom training classes. And um, once she stopped biting, it just like opened up. The world. I almost feel like I was like blacked out for six months. And I, but I know that I was upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the world was upset. It was like a terrible time for the world. So it, it, this dog is not the only It was dog. a horrible time for the yeah. world. Yeah. It was awful. But um, then it was suddenly like, this is my buddy. Like, this is my girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so fun walking around the neighborhood like, I love Pitbull so much and my my goal if I have like a home uh, to move us into is to, you know, rescue a Pitbull yeah. and like what a cute pair they'll be. Yes. But, um, you yes. know, that so feeling cute. when you're walking a Pitbull and people like cross the street to get away from you, it's the like literal opposite with Wilma. I have people like mobbing her like it's like Beatles are, are in town um, and people will like try to lure her away from me sometimes when I'm walking. Um, <laughs> like I'll hear like behind me like, Come here, and it's like we're going we're, somewhere. I'm on a walk, <laughs> <laughs> but it's obviously That's cheeky. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I thought she would like get me laid. I, I like had like the <laughs> fantasy of like we're going to dog parks all the time. I'm gonna meet a guy with like a uh, you know contrasting a but pit complimentary pitbull mm -hmm. maybe. I imagine um, that's a rom com. It would just. I mean, it's still. I'm still open to it, but. um <laughs> It was like, LOL, people come up to me, but they are not hitting on me. They're like fully hitting on my dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like in high school, just like I'm friends with the pretty girl. And you know what? She has a good personality and she's a good friend to me. So it's fine. I'd rather have the friendship, but no one's looking at me. Let's just say <laughs> that. Mm. <laughs> um, well, we have to ask yes. every guest this. Um, <gasps> to kind of finish things out, uh, which is if you were an animal, what animal would you be? Whoa. Okay. Oh my God. I know. I'm sorry. I feel like I forgot to prep you for this. But. So, so people have told me before I had Wilma mm -hmm. that I am a golden retriever. <laughs> okay. I have like articles of clothing that I've been gifted. I do uh, instruct um, my partners to pet my stomach um mm. i you seem like you be tall are you tall i i'm i'm quite tall yes wow interesting you've, guess you have tall energy um that's funny um yes i'm i'm just shy of six feet does i don't know if that supports a golden retriever theory it does, does yeah because there's like golden retrievers are leggy blondes and you're like a leggy blonde do you know what i mean absolutely so. <laughs> um yeah. i i feel like i i shouldn't define myself how other people define right. me though yeah sure um i think i might be an otter mm. <gasps> um yes, i think they're they're also long mm -hmm. like you know proportionally <laughs> um and i i am i am long everywhere <laughs> um <laughs> long boobs long <laughs> long feet long elbows um, that's what the main long thing long elbows Oof. um it takes me forever <laughs> to do curls um <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Otter. I think they're also sort of like playful. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I love, I'm an ocean girl. I love being in salty, salty water. <laughs> um, and I mm. love that they spend so much time eating oysters. That's true. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Um, they love I, to shuck, don't they? Those yeah. I, I think maybe I couldn't be a dog because I'm just constantly seeking and giving myself food. And I it's so rough that dogs have to, like, wait for us. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I would love. Yeah, I think I like I am constantly like laying back, eating like the delights of the ocean. Um, I like holding hands. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> they have that special rock. Which I think is really cute. Yeah, that flat rock that they keep. And I think they have like little pockets for yeah, it too. Which I don't really understand, but Yeah. I I went to um Oregon had a rehabilitation center where Keiko, the whale who played Willie in a free <sighs> Willie, wow. was being rehabilitated to be um let back into the wild. Yeah. And they had that orca and a bunch of otters. <gasps> and my um, I guess the theme of this is my dad, um, but um, he was like laughing so hard of just like, all they need is a newspaper, like the way that they're just sort of like kicked back, floating around. Yes. Like, so I've always had a very like delight. I, I like want to model my life after an otter. And yeah. I think I successfully have. So I think I can claim that. I love that. They do um, look and, like they're having such a good time. You yeah. Know? Yeah. They're, they they like have community and. Um, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on thank the show. Thank you so much. This has been so great. A delight. Dream guest. Uh, I feel like I needed to like, the way I have to get Wilma's anal glands expressed, <laughs> I got to just like let out so much, so much love juice, but from my mouth, not my butt. <laughs> just That's, a gross way to end it. No, I love it. That's no the perfection. Exact, it's kind of the tagline well, for the show. <laughs> yeah, love juice from our mouths, not our butts. If other animals were to be breeds of dogs, what breeds of dogs would they be? Like, what would an oh, otter be? Oh, yeah, like, you know, is like an what? otter a golden retriever? Yeah. You know, like, is... I think an otter is a terrier. Oh, interesting. Like a... Like a clever... Like a clever little... Yeah, could be, huh? Sort of... What, what, what dogs look kind of clever, like a little, like a little Jack Russell, maybe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a little bit of attitude. Yeah, they might be. I'm not going to lie. Crumb and Cricket both have otter energy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what's funny is like Cricket, I feel like would deny it. She'd be like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't need other dogs. Around. I'm actually totally fine. But you'd be like, Cricket, you, you're obsessed with Crumb. Like, the only reason I got you yeah. to come into the house the first day you arrived is because you had to follow Crumb in the house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have an animal that is a specific dog breed that you know about or anything else, if you want to tell us about your pet in a Ready Pet Go, you should email us at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Join the Discord. There's been a lot of fun stuff going on in there. I really like how active it's been, and I would love more people to get involved. Um, and follow us on social media. Mostly Instagram at this point. Um, mm. And uh, anything else? Did I forget anything? That's all of it. If your pet mm -hmm. is, if your dog is another animal. Yeah. Tell us that too. You know what I mean? It yes. works both ways. Oh, yes, absolutely. Like, yeah. if you have more of a dog that's like a cat. Yeah. I want to hear about that. Or a dog that's like a cow. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, great. Well, until then, I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Ellen McLeod. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.